Popped with Hunter Bishop. Bishop. Alongo Productions Production. Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop, the best pop culture podcast you are listening to right now at this very moment, and the unofficial podcast of Mike and Ike's. But as soon as they return our facts, boom, it's going to be the official podcast of Mike and Ike's, fruit-flavored, chewy candies, scientifically proven by us who are not scientists to increase your sex life. Anyway, Hunter could not be here this week. Unfortunately, there was a bit of a bit of an accident. He went to see Jackass Forever. He did not follow the warning at the beginning of the movie. And well, I I think you can piece things together. So while he's healing up, we will be your guest hosts. Once again, Matt and Jonah. I am Matt. Say hello, Jonah. Hello. I was so close to going to see that today. Really? Yeah, yeah. What happened? Didn't happen though. Uh, just plans got. I mean, the people that I was gonna go see it with were like, oh, "I don't want to go see that." And who, then my dad's like, "Oh, who, who wouldn't want to go see that?" Adults. Adults. I hate to break this to you, but adults are uh, praising it. I know. I, I said to my dad, Dad, it's got a 7.7. That's very worth going to pay money to go see. And he's like, yes, Jonah, that Eight, is. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's certified fresh. 94% certified audience fresh. rating. It's the highest rated Jackass yeah. movie of all time. And my dad's like, "Why would I, what? what's so good about that movie? I'm like, Dad, it, it's full of laughs and good times. And I'm sure we'll have a good time. How does, of and all people, your dad not appreciate Jackass? I think I think he's just... I don't know. I feel like if we went to go see it, he'd have a good time, and he'd definitely have a good laugh Listen, or two, I kn- at least. I know your dad, and of all the people to see Jackass, he's like top contender. He, he's just like us. He's like us. If we fi- would find it funny, I feel like he'd find it funny. Absolutely. There's every Listen, there's a universal appeal to Jackass. There is. Okay. It's it, it truly is the movie the world needs right now to bring us all together for however briefly, for that 90 minutes, everybody in that theater, no matter their background, no matter who they are or what they believe, for that 90 minutes, everyone in that theater is united. United as what? United in harmony and peace in the name of laughing at people hurting themselves for our joy. It's, it's so it pure. Is. It's so pure. It's art is what it is. It is, and I wish I wish we could. Maybe I'll convince him sometime this weekend, but probably not. Gonna be honest. That's a shame. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, today's episode is not about Jackass. Today's episode is about Pokemon, which you probably guessed because the title of this episode has the word Pokemon in it. Um, yeah. Love Pokemon. Yeah. Who doesn't love Pokemon? So, this past week saw the release of the newest Pokemon game, Legends, Arceus. Arceus? because Nintendo doesn't want you to say Arse. No. No. So it's not Arceus. It's Pokemon Legends Arceus. Brand new Pokemon game. Some are saying the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too early because 
just to say anything because I didn't get my copy until the other day because some shipping company somehow shipped it in the opposite direction and I had to wait a couple extra days anyway but Jonah's been playing it you're having a wonderful time I uh I played a, I I've been really stalling actually. I'm not going to lie. On on my uh my end, I'm not that far into the game. Been fucking around, fluffing about, trying to collect shit that probably shouldn't cuz I don't need it. But uh I think I think it's, I'm having a wonderful time. It's a great game. This is what's surprising to me because I saw the gameplay videos and stuff and when I saw this in the gameplay videos, I thought the act of, oh, you just you kind of just go around and throw Pokeballs at things kind of looked a little boring in the videos. Surprisingly, very addictive to just wander around and throw Pokeballs at things. It is, and it's satisfying because, the, like, you can't just, you didn't don't just go up and, like, throw one at it, at, a, at any Pokemon. Each Pokemon acts differently. Yeah. And you have to, you have to capture them accordingly like i I like some people i can walk up to just every single badoof and just stand in front of them and throw a pokeball and catch them but uh you can't do that for every pokemon no some of them you got to sneak up on some will attack you so you have to battle them yeah any pokemon that you think is going to be aggressive you know is is going to be aggressive you know yeah and some pokemon who you don't think will be aggressive will be aggressive yeah, shockingly. A fucking balloon tried to attack me at nighttime the other day. Wow. It's crazy. Anyway, so yes, I found that uh, surprisingly um, fun and uh, addictive to, to just roam around and just throw Pokeballs at things. I caught like I caught like 10 Bidoofs just because I could. Honestly, my, my boxes are full of like multiples. Yeah. And the good thing is you could look at them and see which ones have the best stats if you really want. But you also... It helps you complete their Pokedex entry. Yeah. Which makes you feel accomplished. But yeah. But yeah, I'll just walk around and I'll capture like 20 Bidoofs. Why? I don't need 20 Bidoofs. Nobody needs 20 Bidoofs. Arguably, nobody even needs one Bidoof. But I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it because you know what? I can. And I don't know. There's a simple pleasure to that. Just walking around capturing Bidoofs. Or anything, really. really. addicting. Yeah. Anyway. That's part of the that's part of the charm. Yes, but uh, we haven't played enough for a full review. But Jonah has almost played enough for a full review, and he will provide yeah, probably one. by the end of this weekend. Yeah, or by Sunday. Yes, he, there might be one maybe early next week. I don't know. He, I got to see. He will provide. He'll he's going to provide two actually because he's going to write one and then he's going to give us one on the podcast. That's right. Yeah, because uh, I haven't really done too much of the story. It's not. Kind of, I've know. kind of dipped my toe in. Who plays you know? Pokemon for the story, though? But this is a little bit more. This is RPG elements, you know. It's got more of story-driven kind of thing. Yeah, but again, I mean, Monster Hunter also has story stuff in it. But who cares, right? That's true. I mean, like the story is there, so there's a reason for things to be happening. I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh but anyway, the point is. Jonah's going to write a review, and then he's going to give us a slightly less detailed spoken review. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully uh, I can come up with the words because Jonah knows speak too good. Yeah. You know? uh, but anyway, in honor of Pokemon, 
today we will be going over our top 10 favorite Pokemon. Not not games, yeah. the actual Pokemon creatures, the pocket monsters. Joan has his top 10, I have my top 10. Oh, we're supposed to rank them? Oh, did you not put them in a specific order? No, but I can I can do that, I guess. Uh, well, I I did put mine in a specific order. Okay, then I'll I'll do it as not quick like right now. I'll just do it as okay. I'm looking at it. I guess. I mean, okay. I guess we can do you. I guess we can do yours as no particular order, and mine is a particular order. But I don't know. Whatever you want. But before we get to that, we have some things to do first. What's that? Gamer tag of the week, baby. <clears throat> oh, love gamer tag of the week. Yes. Uh, special shout out to the best gamer tag we saw this week or some other week that we um, didn't reveal it and just kept it in our pockets for a time like this week when I didn't really play any online games. So it's a good thing we have this list. Yeah. Uh, so let me just go through this list. What's the best one for this week? Ladies and gentlemen, this week's gamer tag of the week is. Coach touched me. <laughs> oh my god! Some of these I can't believe actually exist. Exist. I know how these get through. I'll never know. But congratulations to Coach touched me. You are congratulations. Gamer <laughs> yeah. I wonder if if uh, if this is a st- uh, if the person behind that just thought that'd be funny, or if like maybe they drew on some real life experiences. Maybe they went to Penn State. Maybe a coach did touch them. Maybe a coach touched their friend or, yeah. you know, one and of their classmates. It's actually, like, extremely sad if this really yeah. did happen. That would be sad. Why would you hold on to that trauma? Let go, man. Go to a therapist. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure the pain will never go away, but you can move on. But you can't move on if that's your gamer tag. But if that didn't yes. happen, if that didn't happen to you and you just thought it was funny, you were correct. Yeah. Yeah. And we still stand with all the people that Coach did actually touch. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck that guy. But in a in a satirical sense, we're still allowed to laugh. Yes, that's comedy. It is. Yeah, it is comedy. It's a funny gamer tag. Yes. Let's move on before we get ourselves into trouble. Yeah. The more we talk, the more uh, um, hot water. Okay. Do you know what time it is now? Please enlighten thy ears, Matt. Well, Jonah, it appears that uh, we've been caught in somebody's clutches, and uh, that person is only going to give us... I got you for three minutes! Three minutes of playtime! That's right. It's time for three minutes of playtime, the segment where we tell you what has been keeping us entertained this week, and we tell it to you in three minutes or less but usually much more than three minutes. Yeah, but it's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but the three minutes thing really just exists so we can use that clip of Macho Man. Exactly. Anyway, Jonah, what's been keeping you entertained this week besides Pokemon? Because we kind of already spoke about that. Yeah, caught new episodes of Superman and Lois. Same. And I I did, haven't watched Resident Alien yet. No? Shame. Very good. I know. I know, I know. Um, but I did watch Peacekeeper yesterday. We look forward Peacemaker. to it every week. Peacemaker. What the fuck? I've been playing a little bit of Apex, obviously. Peacekeeper in the game. Um, new season coming out. New trailer came out. New hero. New game mode next 
next season. 9v9 re- with respawns. Very interesting stuff. 9v9, like, with respawns. That's just Team Deathmatch. I know, right? It, it might be like a kind of a Titanfall-ish without the Titans. I need those Titans, man. I know, but like... I need the Titans, I need the wall running, I need the grappling hook, I need all the gadgets. I need Titanfall 3. Make Titanfall 3. I know you're listening, EA. I know somebody there listens to this podcast. I can see it in my stats when it shows me the global stats. I can see who listens in Canada, in the US, in Denmark, and at EA. There's at least one of you. Yeah. Why EA is listed amongst countries, I don't know, but... I assume they they paid for that feature. Anyway, continue. <laughs> That's a very EA thing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm playing a little bit of Apex, getting a couple extra coins, so I don't have to pay for the Battle Pass next season. Um, and continuing playing a little bit NBA, not as much as I like I was, but um, still on my Destiny hiatus, not till February 24th. Nice. And I, I know. I'm also on a Destiny I hiatus. I know, I know. For the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it, actually. Well. Oh, I watched the Eternals as well. I'm so Last sorry. For, I'm so sorry for you. Yeah, it was honestly, if it didn't show that it was Marvel, I would have thought that this was just an independent superhero movie that was pretty bad. But then. At the end, Harry Styles comes out. It's like, yo, I'm Thanos' brother. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did they actually mention someone? Because they actually mention like, Superman and Alfred Batman in the movie. And it's like, is that even allowed? I find it funny that in, in the Marvel Universe, there's still, like, Superman and Batman comic books. It's, it's weird because, like, they were they, – I don't know. Like, that's – they mentioned Superman and Batman more than they mentioned, like, Captain America and shit. Was the movie boring, as people say? Um, I wouldn't say it was boring. I just would say that. Did it need to be two and a half hours? It was. There was. It was very. I don't know. It, like there was a plot, but there kind of wasn't. Can you? It, rem- it's just hard. Can to, you remember half of their names? Uh, yes. Like you could pick them out in a lineup. I could pick a couple of them out. Okay, but like, could, would you say there's more of them that you could pick out in the lineup than there isn't? I know that there's. I know three names for sure, and I, if I, if I remember, if I sit here and think about it, I could remember more. Actually, I know four now because just remember they're named after gods. Were there any character? Were there any character arcs? Um, only maybe. Uh... The fact that this movie has like ten characters and you're struggling to name if there was even a single character arc. There was one. Actually. Is very one. is very troubling to me. That was Rob Stark's character, and he had a he had a character arc, but you know he won't he won't be in any other Marvel movies if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope none of them are. You know, uh, the story of Icarus. That was his name. Was uh, please tell me, <laughs> please tell me in the movie he legitimately flies too close to the sun. That's the story that was made up of him in past because that's that you know he was Icarus. That's you know the legends throughout thousands of years and shit. Um, he turns spoiler alert. He turns evil kind of and respects the 
whoever the fucking creator is, because Earth's a giant incubator, and we're charging this celestial inside Earth. That's basically the story. Um, and he says that it must happen. That's what his mission was. And then at the end, he uh, he says, okay, whatever. But he feels bad for fighting the other Eternals. And uh, then he fucking commits seppuku and flies into the sun. <laughs> he literally commits seppuku by flying into the sun. Oh, my God. Isn't that fantastic? That sounds so bad. It's fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds awful. It's so good. What are you talking about? That sounds bro? awful. That's like, my God. I just, I don't understand yeah. why they exist as characters. Like, is, like, do they all have just one power? Um, it, they're, they're, it's kind of complicated. Like, Icarus had flight and laser eyes. I don't know if he had super strength. Like, why would I, but, okay, tell me this. Why should I care about these people instead of, like, instead of or as much as, like, the X-Men? I don't know, but like, etern. I mean, Thanos was an eternal. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but Thanos was in a good movie, though. No, I know. Thanos was an interesting character. He had an arc. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a good character, uh, Kamal. He was funny. I mean, he's always good. But besides that, like, n- the characters were not relatable. They were not likable. In this lease. When the movie was over, did you feel that it, it, um, did you feel by the end of the movie that it, um, it had a reason for existing? Did um, it, did it justify its own existence? Or did it just seem like they made an Eternals movie because they had to make an Eternals movie because they have to make a movie of every single property that they own? I feel like the, the whole Celestial thing could play a bigger part. In the MCU, but I don't know the the Eternals as a whole. The 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 Eternal that seems like he has the most character was in the post credit scene, and that was Harry Spot Styles as um, as Thanos. But I think it was his name was Eros or something. Eros, E R O S. Yeah, yeah, I I know. In the comic books, his power is that uh, he uh, can. His his power is that he's uh, can make women have sex with him. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have sex with him. I I think having le- once I learned this fact, I think that they should have cast um, instead of Harry Styles is Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> What's wrong with Harry Styles? Because if you're gonna have a character whose power is that he can make women have sex with him. I feel like that's kind of a dick power, like that's kind of evil, and it's kind of what a, like a sociopath would do. And I feel like he, like Dennis on It's Always Sunny, is already a sociopath. Like he has the Dennis system to sleep with women, and I feel like this superpower is basically the Dennis system as a superpower. Yeah, but but like Harry Styles could sleep with any woman he wanted. So could Dennis. He has the Dennis system. But that's just character type. Like that's just typecasting. You don't need that. I think he'd be. I think he would be a much better pick. I, I, that that's kind of it's it's not worth talking anymore about. Really, we'll see where it goes. I'm. I trust. I don't want to see where it goes. I I just you know 
they're, you're, they're allowed to make missteps. Out of all the movies that they have, they've had very little missteps. I just and they'll, they'll, they'll just. I don't understand why. I don't understand. Of all the characters, they chose the Eternals. Do you know that even comic book fans don't like the Eternals comic books? That's because the Eternals were bad guys. No, they're not interesting. Like, like even in the whole mission, even in the comic books, they're not an interesting group of people. The whole reason that the that the Eternals are on Earth is to kill the Deviants, who were created by the same people that created the Eternals, um, so that they could there could be enough people to inc- have to incubate the Celestial, which would destroy the planet. Um, so by the when that happens. It's like, oh, these fucking Eternals are the bad guys, and the Deviants are technically the good guys for wanting to kill people and stop this fucking Celestial from killing Earth. I have a question for and... you. My final question about the Eternals. Okay. Yeah. Then we, we're going to move on. Yes. Then we'll move on to my three minutes, because you, you've had about 15. Um, would you rather rewatch the Eternals or rewatch mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Justice League? Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, because at least there's redeeming qualities in that. That's all I needed to know. Not that I uh, would do either, but... I like Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, it's not bad, but it's four hours, and that's a lot of time. I just make the comparison because uh, uh, the Eternals does seem like a very Zack Snyder-y type of thing. Hmm. And so at that point, why would I watch that instead of just something Zack Snyder made? I, uh, instead of something that's just clearly being like, let's try to make a Zack Snyder thing. I don't know. I I think that it's not. It's really. I, I'm afraid that they're gonna lean on that, but like, I don't know where where they're gonna go. Like I I, I trust. I like I'm. It's better to not think about it than to let it happen because most Marvel properties are great. Yeah. I just hope they don't become important enough that uh, I'll be confused when I don't watch anything the Eternals are involved in. Um, I don't know if they will. Although, oh, Cause... here's a fun fact that I know because I didn't ever want to see this movie, so I looked up spoilers. Do you know in the post credit scene when um, Jon Snow... I don't know what his name is in the movie. I don't either. <laughs> John, uh, there's like a post credit scene where Jon Snow takes like a sword, like his family sword... Oh, I didn't see this post-credit scene. No, you didn't. No, no, I only saw the mid-credit roll. Oh, you didn't wait till the end. Okay, well, at the very end, there's like a post-credit scene where like he like takes his like family's like his family's like ancient sword or whatever, and it's like I don't know, it has like superpowers or whatever. And apparently, in the post-credit scene, you can hear like a voice off-screen, and it's apparently Blade. Oh, really? Yes, Mahershala Ali's Blade. That. I'm interested in. Yeah, so uh, I am more interested in whatever Jon Snow is doing than whatever the Eternals are doing. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna boycott the Eternals if they're in like a bigger movie or collaboration with other other things. You know, no, if they're like in an Avengers movie, I'm still gonna see the Avengers movie. I'm just saying, I hope they don't make the Eternals important in the sense that you got to see the next Eternals movie, otherwise you'll be confused at what the plot line is for the rest of Phase Four. You might have to. I mean, his name was Arashim or something, the judge. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He's a celestial? No clue. I don't know. I just want Galactus to to show up. Galactus isn't even a celestial, I think. 
I know he's not, dude, but he's sick as hell. I know, but I'm saying you don't need the Celestials to bring in Galactus. Just bring in Galactus. No, I know. What do you even need the Celestials for? I thought we were setting up Kang. I don't think the Celestials might have importance, but they might not, you know? This is my. The Celestials, who knows what the fucking Celestials are? You, you know, know what? Get, who, who needs, you know what the Celestials are to me? They're big, dumb, giant aliens with no personality. I don't care. Give me Galactus if you're going to give me a big, giant alien, because at least he has a personality and a character. Yeah. Right? I, I just want. I, I feel like they, they're not stupid enough to make the next big fucking thing. The next big. The Celestials? The Celestials. I think they're. Yeah. Just kill it. Just, you know, I don't care about any of this. Just forget about the Celestials altogether. Forget about them. They're boring. Give us something interesting. Whatever happens, happens. I don't know. Just give us something interesting. Celestials aren't interesting. Except except Kurt Russell. Was he a Celestial? I believe so. He was a live-in planet. Yeah, but usually Celestials are giant robots with... I don't know. He said he was... Wa- he said, washing machine He heads. said he was a Celestial. I'd rather uh, have Dormammu or whatever his name is come back. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Dormammu was cool. Just bring in Doctor Doom already, for fuck's yeah, sake. Fuck. Yeah, fucking Killian Murphy, Doctor Doom. Yes, and anyway, also we, let's let's let's. <laughs> we're talking too much about this. Also, why is Timothy Oliphant not in the Marvel Universe yet? Come on. I don't know. You know what the Marvel Universe lacks? The best head of hair on the planet. No, I know. I know. Anyway, I think I watched pretty much the same things you did, except okay. Eternals. Although, oh, no, you know what I did watch? I've been watching uh, Ozark Season 4. I f- mm-hmm. uh, they released the first half of Season 4. I finished that. Excellent. Now I'm waiting for the second half uh, sometime this year. And premiered on Netflix the other day, Murderville. Have you heard of this show? No. Okay, so this show, Will Arnett is a detective. He's a homicide detective. Oh, you told me about this, yeah. And yes. every every episode, his partner is a different celebrity. And the celebrity does not have a script. Is it good? It is very good. Is it's funny? It's funny. I've seen two episodes I've watched two episodes so far. The first episode was Conan. And really? Good choice. Yeah. And the second episode was Marshawn Lynch. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I was unsure of him at first, and then he told uh, Will Arnett that he wanted to be—he wanted to change his name to Detective Bagabitch. <laughs> but so yeah, so so Will Arnett is in character as Detective Terry Seattle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's like every there's a murder. There's a, every episode. There's a murder, and there's actors, and they all have like a script or some outline of these scenarios but the celebrity guest does not and they have to um you know improv their way through the investigation and see if they bag the right suspect at the end very funny okay i might watch it because i love will and yeah very funny okay let's is, is that anymore sorry we've been running this is way super long we got into eternals and really uh off track but what else you got that's it okay that's been three minutes plus 20 (laughs) when does three minutes ever stay three minutes or less name me yeah yeah but this one was like extra long (laughs) name me one time (laughs) 
But Matt, what's next? Uh the news. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Hot Takes with Extra Maple Syrup, where we give you our hot takes on the latest pop culture news. And we give it to you with Extra Maple Syrup because we care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not like some of these other pop culture podcasts that give you the pop culture news without any hot takes with maple syrup. Just give you their plain old hot takes. Not sometimes they don't even give you hot takes at all. They just report the news. Who needs that? That's what Mario Lopez is for. You come to us because we give you the extra maple syrup. The good good. Hashtag yum yum. The best. <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> the best maple syrup. <laughs> real, only real Canadian maple syrup because that fake shit. What were you distracted by? I don't even know, dude. I just zoned out. You can't zone out on the podcast that you're the. I was reading a synopsis from Murderville's. Okay. I told you about it already. What do you need to read a synopsis for? I don't fucking know. Was I not convincing enough? No, you were. Will Arnett, murder mystery, celebrity guests, improv comedy. Sold. You're either sold or you're not sold. Sold. <laughs> I'm sold. Okay, news item number one. Uh, not that important. Uh, Sony is acquiring Bungie for $3.6 billion. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Just some tiny news. I, don't, I didn't... I didn't read. I didn't read anything that was changing, and they'll probably get more resources from Sony. So yeah. it's probably going to be good. Yeah, uh, Sony said that Bungie will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play. So, I mean, you could read into that and say, well, multi-platform could just mean PlayStation and PC. But it seems to me that this deal is that Bungie is still an independent entity, and they're just a, they're just like now funded by sony yeah yeah like sony owns them now but it seems like it's not like they're part of like playstation studios or whatever they're just they're still bungie mm -hmm. they're just under sony now but they can still do what they want which is cool yeah yeah i do want i do wonder though is if if that whole they can release games on whatever platform they want is true or if sony will be like listen um you can't do anything on Xbox until uh, they, like, promise to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Honestly. Because I can see that kind of thing happening, like, behind closed doors. Like, hey, 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 Phil. Hey, buddy. Hey, Phil. Hey, buddy. You've got Call of Duty hey, now. If you want, uh, if you would like to have anything by Bungie, <laughs> you better keep COD on PlayStation. 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 That's actually him saying it. Yeah. I'm a little hurt that Jim Ryan didn't tell us about this. He was on our show. We interviewed him yeah, like when... we interviewed him like four days before this was announced. So come on, buddy. Come on, yeah. Jim. I thought we were friends. Anyway. Uh in much bigger news, MLB the show twenty twenty two is coming to Nintendo Switch in addition to PlayStation and Xbox. Really? Yeah. So that's huge. You can play Nintendo while pooping. I mean, you can play... Uh, you can play MLB The Show on your Nintendo Switch while pooping. Crazy. That's great. Yeah. I wonder how this game's going to look and run on Switch. I can't imagine it'll be good. 
Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But uh, you know what? MLB The Show is the best sports game. So if anybody can do it, it's them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's uh, – is it coming to Game Pass, you think? It, Probably not. No, it is. They announced it. Oh, really? Day one Game Pass, once again. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, uh, here's some news I don't appreciate. Uh, the movie, uh, not the movie, the show, uh, not the show, the game It Takes Two is being adapted for film and television by the team behind the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Um. I don't like this. I feel like it, it's something that works well as a game. Yeah. And the story is great and all. Yeah. But it won't translate... The greatness won't translate to the screen because of the gameplay and the multitude of different. Yeah. Uh, what's the the variety? Like the variety. That's that's exactly why I don't like this. The story's good. Like it's a good story, and sure you could adapt that story to a movie or a show, or whatever. But like the the magic of of it takes two isn't just the story. It's it's how the story and the gameplay function cohesively. Mm-hmm. Right, like everything that happens in the story affects like what you're doing gameplay wise, right? So like you know, every every new mechanic introduced in the game is because of what's going on in the story, and plus the fact that it's co-op only, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just like the story and the gameplay cannot be separated, because then it loses what makes it what it is. So I don't like this. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's a big acquisition, much bigger than, uh, much bigger than Sony and Bungie. The New York Times has purchased Wordle for a seven-figure sum. They say that it, w- yeah, yeah. They say that it will initially remain free for new and existing players, and the use of the word "initially" worries me greatly. Yeah, if it's not free, there's zero chance I'm gonna play it. Same, same. But good for the guy who made Wordle for for getting his bag. Honestly, like good for him. He made you know he made Wordle just so him and his girlfriend, just so his like him and his girlfriend could have something to play. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of things to play. She, I don't know. She likes word games, and so he just made like a little word puzzle game for her, and it blew up. And now he's cashing out. So good for him. Good for him. But if the New York Times does not keep this free, uh, I'm out. Honestly. I am the same. Yeah. They would be so... They'd lose 90% of their player base. I think so. That's part of the magic of Wordle is that anybody, anybody can do it. Anybody can just log on to the... You don't need an account. You don't need an app. You don't need anything. You just go to the website. You play the daily Wordle. Everybody has the same word. It's a communal... It's a communal experience for everybody. You put that behind a paywall. Fuck you, New York Times. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the biggest mistake. It, it, they they could put some uh advertisements, I guess. Yeah, put but, put an ad or whatever, fine, but like yeah, if you put that behind a paywall, you can suck my left nut. Yeah. Yeah. There's zero chance. Zero chance. That's my least favorite nut. Um <laughs> <see. laughs> Oh, uh, one of Jonah's uh, most anticipated games of the year, Justice uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, has been delayed till next year. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be on. I'll make sure it's not on next year's list. Yeah. It's it's funny because you were like, why? Why? I was shocked that this wasn't on your list. And I told you it's because I don't think it's actually coming out this year. Only one of us could be right. 
And once again, it was me. It was supposed to. Like, it was supposed to come out last year. No, it wasn't. Was it not? It was announced. when No, when it was announced, it said 2022. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or it was like late 20 or like mid 2022, then they delayed it. I'm Yeah, and I'm almost positive when it was first announced, it said 2022. But I know so, this yeah. wasn't the first delay, though. No, because I think they what? announced it like with like a CG trailer and just said 2022, and then they just sat on it. Like they didn't say anything else. And then there was then there was the first like real gameplay look, and they still said 2022. But yeah, I didn't think this was coming out this year. As fun as it looks, yeah. But let let's hope Gotham Knights is is still coming out this year. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. That was definitely on yeah. both bars. Yeah. Both Speaking bars. of Gotham Knights, uh, the CW has picked up a pilot based on Gotham Knights. Hmm. Yeah. This week was actually the first time. That the C like the CGI or like the production oh, looked really cheap. Yeah, yeah. In that um wherever they were supposed to be, like Bolivia or someplace. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Now it wasn't terrible the fighting. The fight was when... good. The fight was good, but there were some there were a couple of shots in there where I was like, that's terrible. Terrible. Like that's a terrible, terribly obvious, like just pasted on composite, but Hopefully. It had to do with the like the iron suit when he was just lying there. Yeah, that was the worst shot. That was the worst. It was. It looked like he picked oh. up. It looked like he picked up Paper Mario. Yeah. Um, still a great show, and I hope that's. I hope that doesn't like. I hope it doesn't get worse. Like I hope that's just like a an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I'm loving the. Uh, this Story's good. Yeah. Like great. Yeah. Everything. There's multiple layers to it. Yeah, really, uh, really enjoying it. Honestly, some of the best, if not the best, Superman stuff I've ever seen. Honestly, it's yeah. up there for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the Nintendo Switch has officially outsold the Nintendo Wii, becoming Nintendo's best-selling console of all time and the fastest console to reach 100 million sales. Nintendo Switch, baby, got to get that shit. Yes, I believe. If you don't have a Nintendo Switch, I mean, it seems like it's highly does. recommended. Yeah. It's I think the number was like a hundred and three something million. So I'm telling you, by the time just... by the time the switch is like by the time the next iteration of the switch is announced, I think the switch is gonna beat the PS2. It's just there's so many games to play. Like my brother I think he's play, like he he there's sky he's playing Skyward Sword. Um I'm playing Legends Arceus. We're playing like Mario Party is a great game to play. Uh, this year, there's probably Breath of the Wild, Splatoon three. Um, what else is there? There's there was more to that. There's so many. There's so many. Bayonet, there's so many. Bayonetta, there's so many good Bayonetta games. three. Um, bunch of other shit. Um, it just has great exclusives. Like not that PlayStation doesn't. Yeah, but I mean, but, like, listen, Nintendo games are are Nintendo games. And there's so many great indies. And also, never discount the ability to play something on the toilet. Honestly. Okay, so the Nintendo Switch is officially the fifth best-selling console of all time. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, it is only beaten by the PS4, the Game Boy, the Nintendo DS, and the PS2. The PS2 is at $155 million. I think the Switch can get there. I don't see why not. I really think it can get there, especially now with the OLED 
Like, I guarantee, like, a hundred, and, like, you get, like, all the people out of this 103 million who don't have an, have the Switch OLED to upgrade to the OLED, you easily beat the PS2. I, um... Release a Switch Pro, release some other revision, boom. I think you can get there. I really do. I, I think that, um... I mean, I just found out this week from a stupid ass commercial that you could buy switch at shoppers drug mart which is like a drugstore <laughs> you didn't know you didn't know that shoppers sold video games no i've known this and for, my dad i've known this for a bit the shoppers near my house i at back like i don't know if they still do because i haven't been there in a while but um they would have like like near the exit like a bin of like fucking 20 dollar like ps3 and 360 games like they said and my dad and like um, a couple of they have a couple of new games like behind the counter too my dad bought this Legends of uh, Arceus at Costco. <laughs> yeah, Costco has games. I had no idea of that either. Yeah, I bought an, I bought an, I bought at least one game from Costco before. I don't remember what it was, but I know I bought a game from Costco. But yeah, anyway, Switch is at one hundred three point five four million dollars, not, not million sales. Yeah. Um. It's a lot of. Yeah. So again, I think. By the t- by, the time there's a Switch Two, I think the Switch will beat the PS Two, at least tie it. I think. I think it's quite possible. Like the Switch, yeah. like it sells like hotcakes, like every month. Like every month, it's out. It outsells everybody all the time. No, I know. It's because it's 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 a console everybody can play. Yeah. Um. It's t- it's not that it's, the others aren't. But no, but yeah, it's it's so funny to me that like, and Microsoft's like, hey, we bought Activision. Plays, hey, yeah, well, we bought Bungie. Nintendo's like, yeah, we don't have to buy anybody. Uh-huh. Kicking both your asses with our fucking PS2 looking Pokemon games. <laughs> Come on, they don't look that bad. Come on. Um, listen, I'm having fun with with Arceus. But um, I think I'd be I would be lying if I said that this game looked like a modern like like g- like graphics. You gotta you gotta think. In terms of Pokemon graphics, this is the best it's ever looked. Yeah. And to think, but of, that's not saying of where much. it came from. But that's not. But saying to much. think of where it came from, it, it's tremendously amazing how it looks and it feels great. Yeah. It looks great. Let's no to play but, like the actual gameplay very fun. Um. I'm just saying. To compare it to something like Breath of the Wild, which is is so that I'm just saying, like, yes, is it the best looking Pokemon game? Yeah. Is that saying something? Not really. No, you're right. Right? You're right. I'm just I'm just like again. And there's a lot of people on Twitter who will see people bashing the graphics of Pokemon and they'll get really upset about it, but like Pokemon Legends can be the best Pokemon game ever made and be a really fun game, but it can also look like shit. Like those things are not mutually exclusive. They can both be true and they are both true. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, listen, I've seen some great looking things in it. Like some of the buildings like look really good. The character models are good, but I've also seen some things that look legitimately like a GameCube game. No, I know. Like I, I've seen a Gyarados in the distance that was yeah. at like I, six frames per second. Yeah, yeah, I see Pokemon in the distance that that are fucking slideshows. I've see I've had things pop in two feet in front of me. But I'm not gonna. I'm not right? gonna. It's not. Yeah, that's. It's not some ideal. But when I'm playing a Pokemon game and it looks like this to 
to where it started. Me, my first game being uh, Sapphire. Yeah, I, I, again, crazy. You, you compare it to other Pokemon games, yeah, it's the best-looking Pokemon game. But again, that's like saying, well, this Fast and Furious movie makes the most sense out of all the Fast and Furious movies, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, still a fun movie. Fast and Furious doesn't have to make sense, but to say this one makes the most sense out of all of them isn't really saying much. Anyway, yeah. uh, Rockstar has confirmed that a new GTA game is in active development. Oh, wow. Shocker. Congratulations. Now we know that they are at least going to make GTA 6. They've started doing something. Yeah. But again, active, de- liter- active development could literally just mean we're brainstorming. That's true. Right? I mean, it could mean they're halfway done, though. So we just don't know. It's very vague. But I look forward to playing GTA 6 um, when I get it for my 38th birthday. <laughs> yeah yes they will be at le- i think there will be at least two more re-releases of gta 5 <laughs> before gta 6 uh google is deprioritizing google stadia and is shopping the technology around under the name google stream my condolences to the two google stadia fan oh, i'm sorry my condolences to the google stadia fan yeah, I was going to say, it's still two. <laughs> yes. Um, it was two, and then I finished that uh, that news, and then it became one. Yeah. I don't think... Did anybody really not see this coming? I mean, I'm shocked it took this long, to be honest. Honestly. like I don't know a single person who owns Google Stadia, and I played with a lot of people. Yeah, I don't fucking... I don't know. Like, did any... Like, come on. Like, with with Google's track record of abandoning things, like, this was inevitable. And with Google Stadia's crappiness, this was extra inevitable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, uh, one, a couple of the um, people they were shopping around to includes Peloton and Bungie. Are you... That's not real. <laughs> no. That's not real. No. Legitimately Bungie. Like... Destiny 2 Bungie. <laughs> I know they used Stadia to work from home when COVID first started, so maybe that's why they want to buy the technology or something, but... Mm, I don't know. Anyway, a new live-action Goosebumps show is in the works at Disney+. Plus. Maybe they'll actually make it scary. <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah, but then again, it is for children. Yeah, there's a lot of things for children, like Stranger Things. Uh, children watch it, but it's still like... It's not really for good. children, though. For... I know that, but they can make it like as as surreal kind of thing as as also, Stranger Things. Stranger Things isn't really scary. It it isn't. I don't, it's like I don't cre- know. It's like I creepy. It be... It's not scary. I, that's what I that's what I want though. Like there's scary like Haunting of Hill House, which is it's scary, right? Yeah, you're not gonna get Haunting of Hill House Goosebumps show. No, no, but like Stranger Things Goosebumps show, which is creepy, it would be good. Or like the um. Stories to tell in the dark. That was a kid, a kiddish movie, and it was creepy, and it was it worked. That's kind of like Goosebumps. What was that show? That other scary story show where they like were told stories around the fire. Oh, I. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> you remember that one? Is that no? Is that maybe that derived from the scary stories to tell in the dark? I don't know. I, I think it was a Can- I think Del it was Toro a Canadian produced. show. I'm pretty sure Ryan Gosling was in it once. Maybe I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, there was like every episode was like a, it was it was a bunch of kids telling scary stories around a fire, and then they would tell their story, and the episode would be whatever story they're telling. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, Obi Wan reportedly premieres this May. Oh, that's good. Probably May the fourth. That'd be sick, dude. <laughs> I should thing, if it's bro. premiering in May. I should hope it's May the fourth. Otherwise, big missed opportunity. Yeah, hopefully Obi Wan doesn't just become Mandalorian, <laughs> like Boba Fett has. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I just want just give Timothy Oliphant his own Star Wars show. It'll be better than Boba Fett. Listen, he was in the last episode. He had like a Western like sh- like showdown. I'm like, just give this man a Star Wars Western where he's just the the sh- sheriff. And he's going about doing Western sheriff things. <laughs> That's true. That would be good. Anyway. Uh, what else you got? Uh, final bit of news. The Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences is presenting Phil Spencer with a Lifetime Achievement Award at this year's Dice Awards. Good. He, deser- good he deserves it. Yes. Lifetime Achievement. I wonder how much gamer score that's worth. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> anyway that's it for anyway. the news that's it for the news that's it for the news oh that's it for hot takes I've been Matt <laughs> Jonah. and that's the way the cookie is damn we almost forgot our signature sign off that's why I was like that's it for the news anyway speaking of Phil Spencer Jonah I got a fun little activity for you okay I know you love my fun activities. Yeah, these are like pop quizzes, and I always I feel the same way I did about pop quizzes. It's like okay. the oh fuck. It shouldn't be a pop quiz at this point. You know, one's coming every week. Anyway. No, I don't. <laughs> um, Phil Spencer, great guy, done a lot of good for Xbox, brings a lot of positivity <laughs> to the gaming community, and as I am an Xbox ambassador, I directly report to Phil. And work towards achieving a positive online gaming community on Xbox. So, Jonah, as an Xbox ambassador, I want to know how well you know the 11 rules of online gaming etiquette. Okay. So, this is a very simple activity. I want you to tell me what you think the 11 rules of online gaming etiquette are. Like, there's, there's nothing else. I just have to make up 11 things. Tell me what you think the, the, most, the 11 most important things of online gaming etiquette are. And I will tell you if what you say matches the Xbox ambassador doctrine that I've made up. Good, I, don't, I like when you just ask me questions and I have to give you a shitty answer. Nope, Jonah. Today we're going to find out how you... Leave a positive impact in the online gaming community, or whether you are a shitbird. No, uh, okay, number one, no hate speech. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Um, that's all I got. Come on. <laughs> Give me ten more. <laughs> Give me nine more. Um, love thy neighbor. That's kind of just like no hate speech. Uh, is it though? It's almost the same. Respect the games. What EA Sports is in the games. Respect the games. What does that mean? It means play fair. Don't cheat. Okay. Don't be a pussy. There you go. Don't cheat. That's spot on. Don't cheat. Quite obvious. Yeah. Give me eight more. 
eight more. Don't be. Don't make your names like queer ninja or anal ninja. Okay, so keep your online personas acceptable. I'll take that. Is that actually one of them? Yeah. I'm fucking genius, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that one. Okay, let's go. Come on. What is another rule of online gaming etiquette? To keep the online gaming space a positive place to be. I mean, I don't... Besides, like, be nice, don't cheat. Um, oh, fuck. Shit. Shitbird. Come on, Jonah. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want to find out here that you're not keeping the online gaming space a positive place to be. I am, dude. I I I haven't sent a single hate message have, in over five years. Have you sent any positive messages? I have actually. What kind? Um, when during this even this past week, new challenges came out. There's a mutual agreement between the two parties, me and versus other guy, and it. You know, we both completed certain challenges and i sent him a message said gg respect bro there you go that's one of the that's one of the doctrines really you get sport and ggs so so i i have actually with it like a couple days ago i sent a, a a positive message to someone i always have to respect someone when it's kind of like it's there's there's a certain code it's not the code of conduct okay there's a certain code when you see two two people with a certain player on a team, then you got to respect each other. Yes. Help each other out, make it easier. Because there's a lot of assholes out there. Don't be an asshole. Yes, don't be an asshole. Is that one of them? Yeah, but you said it already. Okay, fuck. Um, praise Papa Phil. That is not one of the doctrines of online gaming etiquette. Code of conduct. Um, what's the code of conduct? That is not one of the um, doctrines. That's just expected. Um, God, let I don't fucking. Know. How about this, Jonah? How about this? What would you What would you do when you're playing, let's say, with a noob? How do you treat noobs? Um, I I harass them. That is not part of the online gaming etiquette. Don't harass noobs. I don't harass noobs, okay? I just joke. It's just a fu- like fun kind of initiate some like gamerly initiation. Like ah yeah, you suck. Yeah. But that's friends. But when I'm playing against some other piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you do when you're playing with some other piece of shit, Jonah? <laughs> I talk shit to them. Jonah, you oh, are not no. following the the eleven rules of online gaming etiquette. Do not hack people. Don't hack. That's a good one. That's probably number twelve. Okay. Did I say don't cheat? You did say don't cheat. Don't steal from Papa Phil. Don't steal. How about this, Jonah? How about this? What is an acceptable behavior if you are speaking to the team, your headset, your microphone, and yeah. there are outside noises or voices coming from your household? What, uh, what, what's proper online etiquette? 
to mute thy mic. There you go. What what is it actually? Learn how to mute other players or yourself. Uh okay. I I would have never guessed that. Yeah. How about this, Jonah? What's what you should how, how should you behave in a text chat? No prohibited content. That's true. That's that. That's also yeah. that's also true. No prohibited content. But what's something what's something that uh you shouldn't abuse with a text chat? Um spam. Don't spam. There you go. Now you're getting it. We're we're, we're turning you into a positive influence in the online gaming community. Okay. Okay. Um don't sell weed on the Xbox. I'll take that. That's, what is that? Um, thou'st shall not sell drugs. <laughs> is that no? What is it actually? Thou'st shall not sell drugs. There's no fucking way. Swear to God. Actually? Yes. Thou'st shall not sell drugs. That's no, there's no fucking way. Yes. If you sell drugs, you cannot be an Xbox ambassador. Okay. I'm round upon. Uh. Respect. I feel like you've said that about eight times. D- don't, don't cheat people out of things. You know, like, don't get a shiny Genesect and then name your Pokemon yes and no two shinies. And then once they send you two shinies for the because you're like, oh, I'll also give you this Genesect for two shinies. They give them your two shinies for the Genesect. Disconnect. Stole your two shinies. Get scammed, sucker. Um, I would accept that, except that is not part of the Xbox Ambassador Doctrine. We don't know what a Pokemon is. Fuck you. This episode's all, like, supposed to be Pokemon. <laughs> I, I realize um, that the Xbox Ambassador Doctrine might be a little limiting. Yeah, really is. Yes, but you know what? I think we've learned enough about you. Yeah. So we've learned that, uh, that you know the basics of online gaming etiquette. Even if you don't follow them. Yeah. 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 So uh, I will just calculate your score, divide that by six, um, by the power of six. And your your current ranking. It's good player. GG. Your current standing, according to the Xbox Ambassadors Rules of Online Gaming Etiquette, you are... A roustabout. What the fuck is that? I can't tell you that. That's classified. <laughs> anyway, time for an ad. Picture this. A quiet, serene setting with you and about four friends. Sitting around, joking, laughing, and having fun. Then, all of a sudden, oh... Oh, here it comes. You feel that rumbling in your tummy. That buildup of excess gas and pressure in your intestines. It's threatening to ruin the fun you've all been having. You're trying your hardest not to float an air biscuit. Trying to avoid a two-cheek squeak. You can feel that big fart loading. You're one fart away from disaster. It didn't have to come to this. If only you took Jizzy Jim's gas gone. After you've scarfed down that plate of nachos... Jizzy Jim's Gascon are chewable gas relief tablets that will cure your uncomfortable, painful pressure. So do yourself a favor. Do your friends a favor. Get Gascon. Remember, your farts are like children. 
You're always proud of yours, but disgusted by others. Juicy James Gascon is a subsidiary of Juicy James Wild Game Jerky. Thank you to today's sponsor. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Good good ad, yeah. bro. Yeah, good sponsor this week. I got to tell you, I wish I had me some of that gas gone because I had about half a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos today and uh, I can feel uh, I can feel the rumbling in my tummy. I feel like one of my ancestors right now, if you know what I'm saying. I can feel some Flamin' Hot farts coming on. That's what I can feel. So Okay, so uh, enough about... Uh, Flaming hot uh, Cheeto farts. Um, top ten Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get right into it, Jonah. Top okay. ten. Top ten, ten favorite num- Pokemon. Not again. Number ten. Just to clarify the audience, we're not talking about the games. We're talking about the actual Pokemon themselves, the Pocket Monsters, yeah. the Pokemon. This is a uh, off the cuff top ten. Okay. I got my ten listed, but I'm, you know, going with it. Didn't rate them, you know. I'm a stupid boy. Okay. Life of it. a shithead. Yeah. Um, number ten is the legendary Greenman Rayquaza. Rayquaza. I think it's. Rayquaza. I think it's Rayquaza. Um, it's hard to tell. Yeah, this is because uh, you know they don't speak. In Pokemon games. Yeah. yeah, That's the next evolution. Because our characters are clearly talking in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Yeah. But Nintendo seems to hate voice just, acting. Yeah. I don't know what's... Uh, Except Mario. But all he says is, Wah! It's a me, Mario. I'm Chris Pratt. <laughs> I knew you can't fucking say that. Oh, fuck. Okay. Rayquaza is just—it's just a cool fucking Pokemon, dude. And plus, it came from the first game I played. Um, Emerald. Plus, no, no, I played Sapphire. I don't even oh. know if you could catch it in Sapphire. Was it? In, but oh, maybe I'm thinking of Sapphire. I know. Was it in Emerald? I know it was in one of them. I don't know. It was the green one. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I'm a shiny hunter, and uh, the, the shiny Rayquaza is black, and it is cool as shit. So. Yeah. Nice. Love me some Rayquaza. Uh, my number 10, 10th favorite Pokemon is Machamp. Oh. Yeah. Um, I know Machamp, you know, kind of basic, but you know what? Machamp is cool, okay? He, he's got, first of all, he's the champ, okay? Are any of the other Pokemon the champ? No, no, he's the champ. He's got his title belt. He's got four arms. You see the delts on this guy? Okay. <laughs> You see the traps that he's got? You see the tricep meat that he's got going? Bro, he's swole, dude. Yeah, man. Big, meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I like in my Pokemon fights. Um, I just like Machamp, okay? I like that he's the champ. I like the way he looks. He's got his cool, like, three Mohawk thing. And, you know, I got a soft spot for, for fighting Pokemon. I think, uh, I think their moves hit hard. And they're yeah. fun to use. And, and he's served me well over the years. And I like him. And he's my 10th favorite. Go Machamp. Machamp is here. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, my number nine. Number nine. Uh, known as the legendary Pokemon. 
it's Arcanine. And fun fact about Arcanine, actually, Matt, he was supposed to be the fire version, the fire legendary, in the Articuno, Zapdos, and then it was supposed to be Arcanine, but then they're like, what the fuck? Two birds and a dog? And then they made Moltres. I don't know if that's true, but uh, why the fuck else would it be named the legendary Pokemon? You know what? This is our podcast, so let's just say that it's true. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah. Plus, Arcanine is cool as shit. I mean, who doesn't like a giant dog with, like, God, its its fur is amazing. Uh, the shiny version is golden. A golden dog. Gotta love it. You love to see it. You love to see it. You love to see it. Well, my number nine... Um, my number nine is the legendary size munch. Uh, yes. Uh, once again, a a fighting type, uh, this is a fighting earth type. So I think that's a cool mix. Um, you know, you got your, you got your chops, your slams, you know, along with your rock smashes, your avalanches, your earthquakes. I just think, uh, you know, size munch is cool, right? He's a fighting monkey. Uh, he looks cool. Uh, reminds me of, um, What's the cool monkey from uh, Planet of the Apes? Koba. Koba. Reminds me of Koba, right? He's He's got his red fur. He's got his cool-looking face. Um, like, I could, you know, like, to me, I see Size Munch, and I'm like, man, that is one badass fighting monkey. Yeah. Yeah, really love Size Munch. Um, yeah. Good number nine. Yeah. Now, my number nine is uh, Kingdra. Nice. And as someone that played Sapphire uh, first, you know, I, I didn't really have anyone to trade it with. I don't I don't even know. There wasn't really online, and I never had, a, like, a linking cord. Um, so when, like, HeartGold and SoulSilver came out, and I battled Claire, and she her Kingdra was out, I was like, oh, I want that so badly. And then I involved my horsey into Cedra, and then I was like, oh, you have to fucking trade it with the dragon scale. Uh, yeah, I'm nerding out. But still, then I, as I got older, uh, played more recent games, I was able to get Kingdra, and it's just a cool Pokemon. My favorite typing is water typing. Um, plus it's dragon, which is cool. Dragon's always cool, you know. Um, and it's just a, it's just a fucking cool-ass seahorse, but you know what? I'm allowed to think that's cool, okay? Yeah. It's a dragon seahorse. Listen, man, if you think the dragon seahorse is cool, more power to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Male seahorses are the ones that give birth. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Imagine a dragon seahorse giving birth. That's even hotter. Yeah. I mean, cool. Yeah. Anyway, your number eight, sir? Uh, My number eight is Arctivore. Arctivore. Yes, love me some Arctivore. Uh, you know, it's just like like uh, like your last one. Arctivore is just cool. It's a fucking really cool looking wolf. Um, you know, it's a it's it's a cool type. It's a mineral type. Um, you know, it evolves from from. It's the final Evo of Frolf, and Frolf is uh, you know, it's cute looking like husky looking pokemon but arctivore is just like a badass wolf like this is the type of wolf that could take on liam neeson and win that's what kind of wolf arctivore is i agree, I agree. yeah it's just a cool looking wolf he's got he's just he's got a cool design he, he's got um you know the just you know the way his fur comes out and it's kind of spiky he's got uh, vampire fangs as well that's pretty fucking badass 
it's again, it's just I I like me some some badass looking Pokemon, and you can't get much more badass than a vampire Arctic wolf. That is very fair, Matt. Yeah, very fair. Number seven for me, an OG Gyarados. Nice. Now, if you don't if you don't like Gyarados, you're crazy. Gyarados. A lot of people's first first shiny. Gyar- actually, Gyarados you know. is so cool; it makes people put up with having a Magikarp. Honestly, yeah, it, it evolves from a useless Pokemon like Magikarp. What yeah. I love Magikarp it, itself, you know. Magikarp's funny um, to me, but yeah, useless Pokemon and is a hindrance to your team. Can learn Splash and maybe Tackle if you bred it right. Yeah, and uh, Gyarados is just—it's so fucking cool. Plus, you can ride on it in the new games. Um, it's not Dragon type, but it—it it sh- definitely it should be. A, it should be. Um, it's water. Again, water is one of my favorite. Uh, it has a diverse move pool, can really kick some ass, and it's just fucking awesome. And plus, it's a lot of people's first shinies, like a rage, everybody, you know. Uh, not mine. We'll get to that later. And yeah, that's number seven. Yeah. It's not really like your favorite Pokemon. It's not like, oh my God, it's because this, it, it, in, in episode 230 of the, of the anime, uh, it defeated, uh, yeah. I mean, Lieutenant Sturgis, uh, Raichu, well, listen, even though it's four times weak to it. Well, well, listen, I mean, maybe for some people that is why their favorite Pokemon is, is their favorite Pokemon, but I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm a simple man. I just, for me, like I pick Pokemon based on how they look. Most of the time, yeah, and that's how I pick my favorites. It's like who, which Pokemon's look do I like the best, and which combined with like their move set or whatever. Like that's how I pick my Pokemon. I, and once again, that's how I picked my number seven, which is Dino Rang. Um, and I don't really think there's really much more to say. I mean, it's a dinosaur with boomerangs. Like that's a fucking cool Pokemon, right? It's an Earth type, yeah, right. So like, it's it's pretty, you know, I think underrated but you know it's good against fire and shit and yeah you got those fucking again it's it's a it's a dinosaur with boomerangs like what more do you need like what what a fucking concept what an amazing concept right but then you got moves like again like you know it doesn't have the biggest move pool but the moves that it, it it learns can pack a wallop if you use it against the right type and again it's a fucking dinosaur with boomerangs like what more do you want out of a pokemon honestly yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Okay. Number number three. I mean, not number three. What the fuck? I was looking. I see. I, I don't have it in order. So I'm trying to like be like, okay, this is. You're trying to make an order on the spot. Yeah. Uh, no, where, where are we? Number six. Six. You're doing number six. <laughs> number six. Number six is uh, Suicune. Nice. And another legendary. People like to. I mean, I feel like this might be the favorite out of the, out of the dog trio. But it, it's just a majestic beast. And a lot of people's favorite games is Pokemon Crystal. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the fact that Suicune is the title legendary. And it's crazy that you know, it's not the most powerful legendary, but it's definitely one of the coolest. And especially in the newer games with the new models and shit, it's it's so graceful and so beautiful of a Pokemon. It's something that anybody would uh would be glad to have on their team it also took me a very long time to get a shiny version of that in sword and shield and um once i did boy i was happy and i had that shit out 24 7 because fucking love me some shiny suicune even though it's just a color just a color difference right that's what they say 
Well, you're wrong. Okay? Fuck you. You're very passionate about this. Yeah, I'm a shiny hunter boy. Listen, more more power to you, you know? I, I, I've never uh, been much of a shiny hunter, but you know what? I understand uh, I understand the appeal of it. And uh, if you want to get passionate about it, get passionate about it. Yeah. Passion. Yeah. Forget about Passion. We're passionate fellas. You hear that, ladies? Passion. Yeah. Yes, we can offer you seconds of passion. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes up to one minute. What's your number six? Cumulatively, brother? not all at once. My number six is Slugworth. I love me uh, Slugworth. Not the not the coolest looking Pokemon. Uh, kind of looks like a bit of a sleazy Pokemon. But uh, I think Slugworth is 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 mysterious and cool. Uh, I think it's got an interesting move pool. Um, you know, it can it can copy um, its opponents. Um, you know, it, it has the move Rip Off rip off its opponents it's got that you know where it can um you know your whatever last move your opponent did slugworth can uh do a cheap imitation of that move doesn't hit as hard but you know it's it's functional um but you know my favorite you know my favorite feature of slugworth other than his hat is when you get him to level 72 and then he unlocks uh, the ability to hold gobstoppers, right? He can just steal them. Yes. He, can, he can just steal the gobstoppers, right, and power himself up. And, you know, if you use that properly, man, that can do some damage. And, again, big, I big damage. big damage. And I think Slugworth is just a really interesting Pokemon, and, and that fascinates me. And... And yeah, I think that part of part of that is why he's he's number six on my list because that that fascination is is just it's a wonderful thing because I'm always learning new ways to use him and new things about him and and you know again that the mysterious cool nature of him you know he might not look the the coolest but uh, just just everything surrounding Slugworth is is very interesting and fascinating to me and you know I'm, when you when you really learn like how to use him properly, his moveset, his stats, you know, I think it's, he's one of the, he's one of the weirdest Pokemon, but I think he's one of the most satisfying to learn the intricacies of and master. Very well said. Yeah. My number five is Lotad slash Ludicolo. For the sole reason as in, in Oras, specifically um, Alpha Sapphire, uh, it was, the first Pokemon I've gotten, it was my first shiny Pokemon. And it was uh, the first shiny Pokemon to this day with full shiny odd potential. Wow. I went on to name it Dick Cheese. And uh, it remains in my in my Sword and Shield box. As Dick Cheese? As we speak. As Dick Cheese. Incredible. Love, the, love it. I'll never forget that moment. Ludicolo. You weird motherfucker. Still love you, bud. Okay, well, my number five. My number five, my fifth favorite Pokemon is the Lorax. Love that Pokemon. I love the Lorax. Uh, uh, cool, very cute look. Uh, he's got a nice, big, funny mustache. Um, 
and I just I love I love um, what the Lorax stands for. Um, you know, he's really the only Pokemon you can use to take down uh, Onceslers. He's the only Pokemon uh, you can use um, on Truffula trees. You know, um, he's the only Pokemon you can use um, Thneeds for, right? It's, it's 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 a bit of a rare item, but when you get it, you're like, oh, what do I? What do I need this need for? I don't know. How do I use it? What do I need it for? And then once once you get the Lorax, again, not the most common Pokemon, but once you get it and you can use the need on the Lorax, and you're, it, it, I don't want to spoil it because I, I understand some people might not have experienced this because, again, a bit of a rarer Pokemon. But like one, once you use the Thneed on the Lorax. My god, is it one of the most powerful Pokemon you can get. Like, this Pokemon, um, some, like, some Pokemon are so powerful, they can cause environmental destruction. You pair that Lorax with the Thneed, and my god, you can fix that environmental destruction. And I think that's a really cool, uh, inverse of the, uh, of the powerful Pokemon kind of cliche of like, oh, this Pokemon's so powerful, it can destroy the universe. Oh, this Pokemon's so powerful, it can, you know, do all these things. And But the Lorax is so powerful, it fixes things. It brings life back. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, this is tough. Tough choice. But, um, my number four is going to be Froakie slash Greninja. Nice. Now, um, Froakie... It's okay. And uh, the middle evolution, just an emotine. But when it evolves into Greninja, it is one of the coolest looking Pokemon, most well-designed Pokemon. Who thinks of a ninja frog, like a frog ninja? It's a great like concept. Some, it's a great concept. It's a great concept. Yeah. And it's, you know, it might not be uh, that strong defensive-wise, but it can hit like a truck. And it might be classified as a glass cannon, but you know what? It's it's just so mu- it's so much cooler than the other two Pokemon, especially the starter Pokemon. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Del Fox and fucking Chest Chestnut or something. I think that's the names. Uh, but in this generation, if you didn't choose Froakie, you chose poorly, uh, because Greninja is that fucking Pokemon. It's it's not only is it the best starter in the generation. It, it's one of the best starters in any generation. My opinion. Okay, listen. This is just my opinion. You can fight me if you want, but I won't punch back, so... Is it worth it? Is that really a fight, then? Yeah. <laughs> you can just beat the shit out of me if you want, but... Uh, listen, it's okay. Well... What's your number uh, four, sir? My fourth favorite Pokemon is Dusseldorf. Mm. Yeah, I love I love Dusseldorf. Uh, some call Dusseldorf the angriest Pokemon of all time. Dusseldorf is never in a good mood. Its disposition is never positive. It's always angry. It's always yelling. It doesn't seem to have a sense of humor. Uh, but deep below Dusseldorf is is a heart of gold, a loyal partner. But I think the reason I love Dusseldorf so much is uh, because as a as a as a Psychic type Pokemon it has so many musical moves, and um, there's nothing to me cooler in a Pokemon battle than pulling out my Dusseldorf, okay, 
and hit one of my moves, okay? Move called craft work, okay? And here in that, that just beautiful, beautiful, just electro, just fucking music play, right? And like, is it like, listen, the battle music in Pokemon is great. It's always been great, right? But, you know, when something changes that music, it, it's it's a cool moment, and so so when you pull out a Dusseldorf, and 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 anytime you use you know a singing move or a music move with Dusseldorf, it has its own theme song. Like that's badass to me. Like it's the only Pokemon with its own theme song, like its own specific song that you can like have play in battle. And to me, that makes it like one of the most unique Pokemons out there. And it's, it's such a, it's, it's such, it's such a good song too. And yeah, I think there's just, there's nothing like it. It's just, there's, there's no moment in Pokemon like pulling out your Dusseldorf and changing the battle music when you use the move Craftwork. And I think that is a, it's just, it's, it's very special. It's very unique. And that's why Dusseldorf is so high on my list. I love unique things. That is very, very fair. Yeah. My number three. Top three, baby. Get down to the top three, baby. Top three, baby. Num- number three on my list is Kyogre. Nice. Thought you were going to say Caillou for a second. Caillou. Uh, Kyogre is fucking awesome. It was the first legendary, main legendary uh during my original sapphire playthrough i uh, i feel like anybody whose first game whatever pokemon legendary was their first like for my brother it's Ho-Oh, and for me it was kyogre it's always there's always going to be a, a fond memory of them and there's always going to be a place in your heart for them and kyogre is that pokemon for me and plus it's shiny as fucking pink dude that's sick as hell <laughs> Yes, that is pretty sick. Love me some Kyogre. Great, great Pokemon. Yeah, pink is a badass color. You gotta be a true badass really to wear is. pink into battle. Look at Bret Hart. Badass. Yeah. Macho Man. Badass. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anyway, my number three is Snuffleupagus. Good choice, good choice. Yeah, I love Snuffleupagus. I think uh, I like the way he looks. It's a cool-looking Pokemon. He's like a, a big furry mammoth with a, like a big, nice big... I guess mammoths have like elephant trunks, but he's a nice mammoth-looking thing. Not as big as a mammoth, but, you know, not as small as regular Pokemon. He's a good-sized Pokemon, you know. Um, looks big enough to do some real damage, but isn't like a ginormous, ginormous Pokemon. And you know, I just I just love me some Snuffleupagus. I don't think this really has anything to do with battle. In battle, he's fine, right? But again, I love the way Snuffleupagus looks, and the Snuffleupagus personality is great. You know, I love me uh, I love me a shy, you know, shy, sensitive Pokemon. But you know, he he's very loyal and kind, and you know, he's just he's like a big gentle giant. Um, you know, when you get close to, uh, you know, when you bond, you bond with your Pokemon over time, you know, you have a Pokemon long enough, you bond with them, uh, your relationship gets better. And I think, uh, you know, Snuffleupagus is a Pokemon where, uh, you know, Snuffleupaguses are ready to embrace you as, as their, their trainer right away. And, and that's very profound to me. 
And, you know, I like the I like the low-key nature of Snuffleupagus's personality. You know, nothing too showy, nothing too flashy. He's kind of there. He's kind of, you know, like, you know, if he could talk, he'd probably be like, hi, you know, what's going on? You know, you know, you're my trainer. Yeah, I'll go to battle for you. You know, you're a cool guy. Yeah. And I just think that's a very chill, you know, you know. You know, he's kind of like, yeah, I'll go into battle for you. And he's very, lo very loyal Pokemon, but, you know, also kind of has like, yeah, huh, uh -huh, okay, yeah, let's just, you know, let's go to the Pokemon Center. Like, and I, I just think that's very refreshing because a lot of these Pokemon are so eager and, and energetic all the time. And I think, you know, it's good to have Pokemon that are kind of like, yeah, what, you know, sure. I like that about Snuffleupagus. I, I, feel, I feel, yeah. It's almost like the Orange Cassidy of Pokemon. <laughs> true yeah we on to my number two that's a good choice yeah good choice yeah okay so who's your number two my number two is flygon flygon these nuts no i'm just kidding um that's good you got me <laughs> no no it wasn't even meant to be like that um i just there's something about flygon listen trap hinge and vibrava pretty pretty meh pokemon but flygon i just I feel like there's a lot of dragons, right? And a lot of dragons and get a lot of love that Flygon never got. And I feel like it's getting some more love now. But it's just been neglected. He's kind of you know? like the black sheep when, of the dragon Pokemon, is what you're saying? It, it really is. When it should have gotten a Mega Evolution, they gave it to Garchomp, which was already fucking pretty powerful. You know? I know it was a, it was a generation later, but like, I don't know. Flygon is just cool looking. He's a he's a dragonfly ish, but he's he's just he's cute but fierce. Listen, and he's got that's he might not be the most powerful. Cute but fierce is like the best kind of cute. I know, right? Right? Like you never want just cute. You want cute but fierce. Like people like Garchomp. They like Haxorus. They like. Uh, Hydragon, whatever his fucking name is. They just like other dragons. They like Dragonite. Oh, Dragonite. And Flygon's just forgot, it, forgot about. And for that, I took a liking to him very early on. And it's just never changed. I've always liked it. I've always thought it was a cool-looking Pokemon. I've always... Whenever I am in that region, or I always think, oh, should I have a dragon on my team? You know, dragon type is pretty cool. Plus, it's ground type, which is pretty shit. But you know what? It doesn't matter because Flygon's awesome. And uh, I always contemplate whether he should be on my team or not. And then I say, I have a Flygon every playthrough. I gotta switch it up, you know? Yeah. Well, listen, good for you for sticking up for the for the outcasts. Thank you. Thank you. That's very that. commendable. Appreciate that. Uh, my number two um, pick... Might also be controversial, much like your pick. Um, my number two favorite Pokemon is Cialis. Mm. Yeah. Uh, listen, I know Cialis. A lot of people, a lot of people playing Pokemon, you know, who have Cialis and use Cialis are a bit ashamed to admit that they use Cialis. But I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of of using Cialis. I think you know. A lot of people do, and I think if you know, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's not shameful. Listen, if if you're in battle, and things aren't going the way that you thought they would go, or how they normally go, you know, maybe the battle's sagging a bit. You know, that's fine. It happens. 
um, you know, you pull out that Cialis, you use Harden, and, and you know, it, it, it can get you back into battle, you know? Just have, just, you know, bring in Cialis, use Harden, get an opportunity to use some of, some of the potions, some of the stuff you got, fix things up for your team, and, you, you know, you get right back into the action, makes things, yeah. right? Like, I think... Use Rock Smash. That's one of his signature moves. Yeah. But I just think, like... Cialis is an underappreciated Pokemon because people are like, oh, Cialis, you know, if, you, if, if you're Pokemon battling, you're using Cialis, there's something wrong with you. And it's like, I don't think that's true. I think if you're using Cialis, if you have to use Cialis, just go ahead and use Cialis. And I, I just, I, I think that the hate towards Cialis and the shame that people feel towards Cialis is wrong. Cialis has its use and you shouldn't be ashamed and you just go right ahead and use it, man. And that's why it's my number two. Very commendable. Yeah. Now it is time. My number one Pokemon. And this is, listen, it might be a cop out. Um, Pikachu. But no. Charizard. Um, no. Squirtle. In the sense, it might be a cop out in the sense that people, a lot of people's favorite Pokemon is the one that they chose first, right? Their starter Pokemon, their first game. Chimchar? Um, no, no. I, come on. I'm not that fucking young my starter pokemon in the first game sapphire like i said uh. was was trico and septile i love septile there's just it's just near and dear to my heart like kyogre um and then it got the mega evolution and that was awesome it made it even cooler and i loved the mega evolutions i think that was the best one out of all of them because i'm biased uh, people like choosing Swampert, and again, people like choosing Swampert, people like Blaziken, and I feel like Sceptile didn't really get his love, but now I feel like it's more loved than it was, because Grass is like, ah, oh, Grass is shitty, he's got so many weaknesses, and to some point, Grass is a weaker... It has its strengths, know, too. It does, but it, it's a weaker choice out of, between Grass, Water, and Fire... Listen, I I always really comes in handy pick, against electric. In a way, yeah, but I I, I again, I, I I always say, listen, grass is cool. I'm a water guy myself, so three out of four times I'll choose the water starter. I'm a fire guy, but for some reason, I mean, this is before I started getting into water and shit, but. And I don't always, I don't have a full team of water. I did that one time. A but, full uh, team of water? Yeah, a, a pseudo water t- team. Um, I can never do a, wasn't, I can never do a team of just one type. I don't want to end up with like one of these dumbass gym leaders. I did that one time. I tried to, I beat the game as a water trainer. I called myself Wallace out of the hated, uh, out of the eighth gym leader. Wallace. I always thought. Wallace the water trainer. He was the champion in Emerald, so sh- shut up. Listen, man, I'm just saying it's funny. No, I know he he was a water type trainer, Wallace. Yeah, Wallace the water type, like that's funny. I love me some alliteration. Um, yeah, of course. It's one of my favorite literary techniques. They, they always do that in like Bryce, the ice type po- trainer. You know, that's about it. I can't think of any more. <laughs> It's like how everybody, and, uh, everybody in like everybody in like if you live in like the Marvel universe, everybody has a has the same initials. Yeah. Plus, uh, by the way, Matt, I was really offended by 
you saying that uh, Cynthia's a bitch because she's my favorite champion. I was saying she's a bitch because she was pissing me off. She's got such a good team. That's why she's pissing you off. Yeah, which like makes actually, which makes her a bitch. I actually I actually call her something else as well. I didn't. I didn't. See, but what I'm saying is that a lot of these trainers are fucking stupid. And you know, Steven, he's a great champion, but he's all he's mostly steel type. You know. Oh yeah, all these gym, all these gym leaders are idiots. Because it's, it's like, oh hey, I'm going. Uh, hey, I'm going to fight the water gym. Oh, I better just make sure I have a team of electrics. That's why Cynthia is so great because she's not. And he, there's other champions that are like that, like in in uh, X and Y. But her team is filled with shitty Pokemon. Like they're they're weak. They might have different typings, but they're weak. Whereas Cynthia, her typings, her Pokemon are strong as shit. I know. That's what like makes Garchomp her. Garchomp and what, Spiritomb. That's, that's and, what makes her a bitch. <laughs> no, I know. Anyway, Steph also Kyle's the also the, the entire game is laughably easy, and then you get to Cynthia, and she's like, "Ha, ah, bitch." <laughs> yeah the, you know pokemon legend Ar- arceus is not like a walk in the park no i know i know i know um i almost got fucked by like the what's the, what's the what's the chick's name akari yeah i almost got fucked by her pikachu like the first battle and a wild pokemon when they're aggressive they could team up on your fucking pokemon so watch out for that Hey, I hate it when I'm double teamed and I don't have my Cialis. Oh, it's a, it's a pain. Yeah. If I if I'm listen, again, I'm not ashamed. Okay. I don't have I listen. I don't have to use. I don't really have to use. I've never been in a situation where I've had to use Cialis. But I appreciate his use as a Pokemon and the reason he was my number two is because I think people, I think people give him a bad rap when uh, he has he has his purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's your number one, brother? My number one favorite Pokemon of all time is Agumon. 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 I love Agumon. I think Agumon is the perfect Pokemon, okay? He looks like a tiny little uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, so he's cool looking and cute at the same time, right? That's what you want. You either want a cool Pokemon or a cute Pokemon. Agumon is both, okay? He's a, he's a fire type, which is my favorite type. I'm a fire guy. I always pick fire as my starter, Okay, he's the only Pokemon that can talk, like, full sentences, he speaks to you, and he's got a great personality, he's brave, he's funny, he's relaxed, he's just a cool, just a cool companion to have with you. He's just the perfect package. Little Agumon. I love Agumon. Good choice. Yeah. Top, top choice. Yeah, it's really that simple, it's just Agumon is the perfect, he's just the perfect Pokemon, he's everything you want in a Pokemon. Cool. Cute, good, good, strong type, good stats, good move set, great personality, and he talks. Best Pokemon, bar none, Agumon, best Pokemon of all time. Well, there we have it. There we have it. There you go. So. Who do you think had the better list, listeners? Do you think Jonah's Pokemon picks were better? Do you think my Pokemon picks were better? Let us know on social media. Everyone's going to have different. Everyone's going to have, if you, if you ask anyone, they might have some Pokemon that are, on the, are the same, but most of them. Oh, no, they'll have, their, they'll, have, they'll have their own lists. I just want to know, do people think that your list was better than my list or if my list was better than your list? It's close, I think. I think, I think we both had really good lists. 
I do too. Yeah. But that's it for our top 10 favorite Pokemon. Um, if you want to tell us your top 10, go right ahead on social media. You can follow me on Twitter, at RealMFresh. And uh, pretty much anything else. If I'm on it, it's real. It's real and fresh. So just search real and fresh, and you'll know it's me because I have the same profile picture everywhere. It's a little cartoon of me in a flower field. Beautiful. Yeah, like sound of music. You can follow me at Jonas Gracious Instagram, Twitter. That's it. But may, most importantly, you can follow the main man Hunter Bishop at the Hunter Bishop on Twitter and Instagram. Always remember, this is his podcast. We are just guest hosts for him. Uh, so make sure to follow him. And uh, make sure you give us a five-star review if you liked what you heard today. But also, if you didn't like what you heard today, give us a five-star review anyway. Because you don't need that negativity in your life. Feel free to spout anything you know you want in the review. Write up anything, right? Like this sucked. This is the worst thing ever. You guys are the worst. Blah 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 blah. But then just five stars because you know you've gotten your point across in the message that that we'll read and 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 we'll stay with us and we'll cry ourselves to sleep thinking about. But then you know just give us the five stars anyway because that doesn't really matter. You know whether you you know if you because listen. If, if you write a really bad, mean, negative review and give us, like, a poor star rating, and that just makes it seem like, like you're a, a, a very, um, how do I put this gently? Uh, a loser. A shithead. Yeah, a loser shithead who doesn't really have anything better to do than to give podcasts bad star ratings. So, you know, just, you know, if you type... Don't be that person. Yeah, don't be that person. So if you type, if you do, if you didn't like this... Um, and you do want to give us a bad review, type up that bad review, but then give us five stars because then you'll seem like a, a reasonable person who is giving us legitimate critique but gave us five stars anyway because that's just what you do for podcasts. Check out our blog, therongoblog.wordpress.com. Yeah, a couple shows coming to an end in a couple weeks. Look out for reviews and uh, yeah. Pokemon yeah. this coming week. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to say? No, I'm good, mate. Okay. So Anything you go say? I'm trying to think of something Pokemon related to say to end the podcast, but I, I'm drawing a blank. Um, I choose you, Pikachu. That's a little insensitive. I, I said Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know what's so insensitive about that. Well, because, you know... You didn't put Pikachu on your list. I didn't put Pikachu on my list, so that's because it's over fucking used. Dude. Yeah, but so but then to to not put Pikachu on our list and then say Pikachu, I choose you. It's a little insensitive to Pikachu, you know. Like we're giving, yeah. don't give Pikachu mixed signals. Listen, Pikachu's great. It's a great mascot, and uh, I got a shiny Charizard card. If anyone wants to pay six hundred bucks for it, <laughs> yeah, man, that's a real thing, by the way. That. Jonah's got to buy his PS5. Yep. Yeah. Buy my piece of cardboard. Is it card- for $600? Is it made out of cardboard? I don't know what it's made out of, actually. It couldn't be cardboard. It's not thick enough to be cardboard, that, I don't think. That's the joke, though. That it's made out of cardboard? Yeah. You know, as a kid, I never understood how to play Pokemon cards, even though I played them. I, I learned I- uh, by playing, like, the online game. 
I never, I never learned. I never learned Yu-Gi-Oh either. I played Yu-Gi-Oh every day, and I never knew the rules. I just put cards. At the- There's that Yu-Gi-Oh game that came out. That's on like that's free to play actually on Steam. Yeah, yeah. It's also pay to win apparently. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's what I keep hearing. Everybody's making jokes about how, about how you just buy the cards and then buy the better cards and you're good. I don't know. That's probably that's like any game that has cards in it. I mean, it is made by Konami, so. Hearthstone, NBA 2K, those are the only two games that have cards in it that are pay-to-win. That's why I don't play the pay-to-win modes. Actually, I do, but I'm better than people, so I don't need to pay-to-win, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, the point (laughs) is, as a kid, I would play Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I would just put down cards. I didn't understand the rules. I would just just be like, hmm, this card in my hand is cool. I'm putting this one down. (laughs) And then they, and then the person I was playing with, or like the people around, would be like, would react or whatever, and be like, oh no, or ha ha ha, I have this, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know what's happening, but I'm gonna put this one down because this is the next cool card I have. <laughs> anyway, anyway, don't sell marijuana on Xbox Live. Your culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Wrong Go Productions podcast. Picture this. A quiet, serene setting with you and about four friends sitting around, joking, laughing, and having fun. Then, all of a sudden, here it comes. You feel that rumbling in your tummy. That buildup of excess gas and pressure in your intestines. It's threatening to ruin the fun you've all been having. You're trying your hardest not to float an air biscuit. Trying to avoid a two cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we, we might have to do this a couple times. <laughs> 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 <laughs>